morning is Superintendent Ed <laughs> Fletcher from Monmouth Roseville School District. Good morning, Ed. Good morning. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? Good. Good. I say shed the coat. It's going to be 40. If I said that in Texas, somebody would say, what are you saying? That's well, too cold I, still. <laughs> yeah, it, well, I, I think, you know, we are a tougher breed up here in, the, in the, I guess, the north per se than the, those folks down south. So um, I, I, I'll wear shorts when it's 25 <laughs> degrees outside, you know, and I just just always have. And it's like, you know, uh, we actually went back to over to uh, Christmas break to see a family down near St. Louis area and they thought it was cold as all get out and it was 25 degrees colder here and I'm like you guys just just not very tough <laughs> you guys are wimps the weather will do that to yeah people. I guess it does I I guess I wouldn't mind 70 degrees all year long in Florida or something like that but that's right you know that's for another day you've been pretty lucky with uh, snow days so far yeah we have you know we had one day where we called off uh, and then we had a a uh, remote learning or an e-learning day uh, on a Friday because of the, the the cold weather that came through. So um, yeah, we've been very lucky. Or, it's, or it snows on a weekend, so right. That's been nice. Okay, had a school board meeting last night. Catch us up. We did. Um, we uh, are in a, are in the midst of uh, selling some uh, working cash fund bonds um, to take advantage of the low interest rates um, and to. Uh, eventually do some HVAC work at our high school and then other other different uh, projects throughout the district. So, um, you know, we're excited about that to be able to move forward um, and, you know, be able to take advantage of historically low interest rates that we, pro- we, may not, we may not see again for the foreseeable future. And they're starting to creep up a little bit. So I'm, get, I'm glad we're in the process of doing that. Um, yeah, the feds say this uh, coming year, 2022, we could see an increase four times. That could be by 0.1%. We don't know how much, but they're supposed to, to raise the interest rates at some point. Yeah, the viewpoint is, you know, we're, you know, you do life safety bonds and you do them every 10 years. So, you know, in our case, why not just uh, bond that money now, mm-hmm. keep the interest rates low, and so it, it's, a, it's a benefit to our taxpayers. And so it's just a long-term view. It's not any different than when you refinance your mortgage. You know, you're mm-hmm. taking advantage of historically low rates. We're doing that at the, um, at the same time. We're also going to do a self-purchase option of some of these bonds, um, which, which could save us uh, over a, a million dollars in interest over that time frame. So um, we're, we're doing that as well. So it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, Opportune time. We have the cash balances to be able to do it, and it just makes financial sense to move forward with it. So that's what the you know we've had been working on this several months with the finance committee on the board at the board and the board itself. So um, we think it's a good opportunity for the district. So okay, Uh, we recognize our Illinois State Scholars, um, and um, I'm just going to go through those through those kids. You know, these are the top 10 percent of high school students in the state of Illinois. So we have Ava Archer, uh, Derek Chandler. Riley Ewing, Andrew Gunn, Megan Ramis Knoll, Quinn Ramis Knoll, Abigail Shell, Abigail Sikorsky, Noah Stodalkovich, Isabel Thompson, and Henry Tibbetts Zespaw. So uh, we recognized them last night. So, you know, a great group of kids uh, worked really hard to uh, put themselves in a in that position to, you know, academically do well. And I'm sure they're going to go off and do great things uh, in life and in college and whatever they decide to do. So we're very excited about them. Congratulations to the Illinois State Scholars at Monmouth Roseville. What an accomplishment. Very, very big accomplishment. Um, you know, I, I, 
it, it, while the kid is the one who has to perform, it also is, it t- talks about their parents as well and how much they value education and uh, what they've instilled in their kids to value education. And uh, we're very proud of them. Okay. Um, Amy Freitag gave a uh, presentation on our uh, EL program, multi-language learner program or English learner program. And, you know, it, it's f- fairly obvious if you've lived in Monmouth and, and attended Monmouth Roseville that we have uh, quite a few uh, multi-language learners in our district. And so um, we have 340 uh, pre-K through 12 EL students, which comprises of 20% of our student population. The average in Illinois at schools is 13%. And across the across the country is ten percent. So you can see that we have twice as many uh, pre K EL students as as a regular school across the United States would have. So ninety uh, percent of our ELs were born in the United States, and um, their birth countries, you know, would be the Democrat Democratic Republic of Congo. Puerto Rico, Burma, Mexico, Malaysia, and the Republic of Congo. So, um, you know, that's that's for many of where their birth countries are located. Um, we have 16 reported languages, 20-plus uh, documented languages. So, um, you know, we do have some 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 kids who don't have a written language. You know, so it's, um, you know, it's a, that's, that's a challenge. But our top five languages spoken by our ELs are Spanish, French, Chin, Hakka, Burmese, and Karen. So... Um, you know, just a, uh, different languages f- for our um, our students. And it was interesting, uh, Mrs. Fragtag provided a, a 10-year snapshot of our EL program. So um, our, in 2008, we had uh, three ESL pullout teachers in K-12 and 132 English learners. And so when I came in 2012, it was really interesting to see that you know, what, what our trends were, what our, where our data was going with our ELs and what we needed to do staffing wise. So we, you know, over the, over this time frame. So in 2012, we had three ELs, EL, ESL teachers and two bilingual teachers and 159 ELs. And you flat, you know, you go forward to 2022, we have 20 ESL or bilingual teachers. We have a French bilingual and language facilitators that are added for our 340 ELs. So, you know, we've seen, our ELs jump up 50% and our staffing has grown uh, significantly in that time frame as well. So, and uh, we're very proud of that. Very proud of the, the, the different ethnicities in our district. You know, the, the, the folks in this program, you know, the staff, they work so hard to provide a quality education for our EL students. Yeah, it's a good report that she was able to provide very in-depth. Yes, and I, I do want to recognize her uh, her her uh, leadership team: um, Sandra Pinedo, uh, Brenda Secor, Laura Swiler, Sarah Mendez, Nick Dilly, of course, Mrs. Freitag, uh, Joyce Hall, Claudia Conscious, and uh, Brigitte Gutierrez. You know, those three are our family coordinators, and in the first six were our leadership team. So, you know, th- these staff members are charged with you know help help provide the, the the vision and mission for what we're trying to accomplish in that program, and they're very passionate and they advocate very well for our students. So. Okay. Very proud of them. Um, I gave a, in my superintendent's report, I just updated the board on a few things. Um, our COVID numbers that, you know, they've, they've been increasing, but we've been able to manage, um, you know, it's, uh, really, you know, kudos to our staff, kudos to, um, our nurses, everyone who's really put in the extra time and work necessary to keep our kids in school. Um, 
I, I did ask in Fordham board, you know, there I'd received some queries uh, about whether the district was going to go to remote learning. And, um, you know, I'll never say never, but it is not our intention to ever have to utilize remote learning any longer. So um, now that's not to say that it couldn't happen, but it would happen not because of a surge of student cases. It would happen because of a surge of staff cases. So that's really the, you know, if we can staff our buildings, we are going to have school. So, um, you know, doing any type of an adaptive pause would cause, you know, we understand that it would cause a lot of issues for our parents. So it's our intent not to do that. Um, you know, really, as the, the as we've learned, the key is moving forward. If your kid is sick, keep them home. Um, you know, that really ends up being the, the, the most important piece of the puzzle. Um, and, you know, uh, work with us, you know, continue to work with us. Let us know if they're, if your child has symptoms, call them, you know, keep them home. And so, you know, that's something that, you know, if we continue to work together, we'll be able to keep school in session and never have to use remote learning. But I did want to put that out there. This, we do not want to have to go back to remote learning. So parents can rest a little bit knowing that that's, it's not what we want to do. That's not to say that it wouldn't happen. And if anyone out there wants to be a substitute teacher, please communicate to the regional office of education and start the process. Okay. And you're dealing with more than just COVID, just like Superintendent Witsit just said. Uh, flu, colds, uh, tummy flu is going around pretty big, too, the norovirus. Yeah, if, if, any and all that. You know, you can probably say that about you. Not any school district yes. in the area, they're dealing with that. And, um, you know, it's, you know, last year was funny. We didn't have a lot of that come, you know, come through the schools. And now it's, you know, it's coming back with a vengeance. So uh, a couple other things I updated the board on, we received a school maintenance grant in the amount of $50,000. So this summer we'll be uh, resurfacing our track. Um, and um, prior to the break, we held a English learner FAFSA night in which our EL families uh, could come and learn how to fill out a FAFSA for their child if they're going to college. Um, if you've had to fill out the FAFSA, I've done it a multitude of times. It, if you don't understand the lingo, you don't understand the language and stuff behind it, it can be a difficult document to fill out. Um, and so they held that. And, um, you know, those same folks that I just recognized were also, you know, as a part of the leadership team, we're instrumental in putting that together for our EL families. We do this several times a year for all of our families. Um, you know, but in this case, it was EL specific um, to make sure that the, the, the time and energy in, uh, that they needed would be per, would be available for them. But I know we do these several times a year for all of our families. So that was, you know, kudos to them for doing that. So uh, the only other thing of, of note that we talked about was the um, where the, the board approved a life safety amendment to fix the gym bleachers. Um, we're not going to replace the, the, all the bleachers themselves because the frames and uh, work really well. And we just want to replace the seat tops. Um, and that could save us a hundred thousand dollars. So, you know, replacing gym bleachers would probably cost us 140, 150. So we're just going to replace the tops of them, uh, for around 40 to 50,000. So it'll save us quite a bit of money and there's no sense in replacing something that doesn't need to replace. It works perfectly fine. So okay. the board did approve that life safety amendment, but, um, you know, so that was what we did for the meeting. Great. Uh, anything else going on? Well, you know, we're full into the, uh, you know, uh, winter basketball season, uh, boys and girls and wrestling, uh, junior high as well. Um, and, you know, we'll be hitting February here soon and uh, March. I mean, just starting that downward, you know, spiral to the end of the school year. So, but as Mr. Witsit said, it's a good long break now. I mean, uh, I mean, long time without many breaks. Um, right. You'll get a lot of things done, get some, you know, get 
you know, teachers teaching, kids learning, and, uh, you know, just get through the remainder of the school year. Yeah, next break won't be until President's Day, probably in February. Yep. And then Easter after that. Yep, so March is pretty much, I mean, I think we might have one in-service day in there. Sure. But uh, other than that, it's a good long stretch of getting kids in school. And, um, you know, it, it's it's been a normal year as far as anyone can can tell with our events and, and what we've been able to accomplish, and, uh, and we're very proud of that. Yes. And right now, you're expected to still get out of school in May? Yes. Yeah, for the time. Yes. I mean, unless something, cra- you know. Yeah. I mean, I am one Flake Fletcher. So, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, you know, if, if, if we do get some, you know, s- some flurries, I might call off. <laughs> I want you to make sure you open up your uh, all call with, this is one Flake Fletcher. <laughs> yes. I'm kidding. You know, no, no. no. <laughs> well, no. They, they, they all know it and call me that anyway. So, I don't I don't need to encourage them any more than, right. I, than I am right now, I guess. But, um yeah, so you know, we're we're really hoping that you know if we do have to utilize any days, we can utilize e-learning days to keep the uh, date that we get out of school as firm as we can. But who knows? It just you know we weather here can just be crazy. It could you know we could run into February and just have snow day and snow day and ice mm-hmm. day and cold day. So let's hope not. I really just live in ten day increments. I look at the phone, my right. phone, look at the app. I look at ten days. I'm going okay, and then I just watch it. You know, I look at it quite frequently just to keep sure that 10-day horizon, I don't have something to look at. There you go. All right. Well, have a good rest of the Friday. I guess it's already Friday. Yes, I know. You're usually in on a Wednesday. Thank God it's Friday. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Have a good weekend. Thank you. That is Superintendent Ed Fletcher with us on 1330 WRAM and FM 94.1.